This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the nation's capital, this is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast with your host, Rob Snow White. Hi, I'm Bo Beasley. I'm here at the 23rd Annual Virginia Fly Fishing Festival, January 13th and 14th, 2024. Good morning, everybody. It's January 13th. It's Saturday morning. I'm on my way out to Clifton to pick up Caitlin. We're going to go down to the Virginia Fly Fishing and Wine Festival. The weather's actually pretty good for the show. It's been a little bit rainy as of late, to be an understatement. So we're not missing much in the outdoors this weekend by not going to the show. Now, I've not been to a fly fishing show since before the pandemic. My last fly fishing show was the Fly Fishing and Wine Festival in 2020, and it was a blast. I had loads of fun, but life changed and priorities changed and other things, so I just haven't been to one of these shows. So this is going to bring me back to the show circuit. I plan on walking around doing a little bit of vignettes of the show. I'm gonna ask people for two minutes of their time. We're gonna see what kind of answers we get. Find out where people are from and, and what they do, what they tie, what they sell, what they make, and who they're with. It should be fun. I hope to get some Wawa for breakfast today, possibly a sandwich later on in the afternoon on this road trip we are taking. And this is a couple of people I wanna see down there. I'm looking forward to meeting Kirk Dieter. 
I've emailed him a couple times throughout the years, but we've never met in person. I've got a couple of questions for George Daniel, and of course, Tom Rosenbauer is going to be there, amongst other people. So I'm looking forward to bumping into people, seeing how everyone's changed in the last couple of years, see who's new to the show. We're going to miss who's not at the show. We're just going to have a good time today. So hang out, sit back, relax. I'm going to do all the hard work for you, and we're going to go down to Richmond and walk a couple of aisles and find out who we can meet. Thanks for downloading, and I hope you enjoy this one. All right, it's about 10.30 in the morning. I'm used to getting down here. 6.45, 7 a.m., in the dark, first one pulled up to the back. I'd be let in and set up my booth, but I don't have a booth today. So it was a nice slow drive down. We stopped in Fredericksburg to the Wawa that they put in, I want to say going into senior year in Mary Washington, and the breakfast there just doesn't do it for me. So we filled up gas and then went over to the McDonald's across the street over by the Michaels where Tony Hawk did some skating in the summer of 98. Now, the McDonald's there was on point. I'm only saying this because that was the best Egg McMuffin I've ever had in my life. If you're going through the Fredericksburg area and you're on Route 3 or 95, down by Carl D. Silver Park, it's the McDonald's over by the Michaels. That was awesome. So you, you pull into the parking lot here and the first thing you notice there's a lot of SUVs and there's just a whole lot of personalized fishing license plates. And there's a whole bunch of rod holders on top of the cars and trucks. So you definitely know you are at the right place when you pull in. We're here. We're going to go walk in, see who we meet, just walk around, do some window shopping, come back, maybe purchase stuff on the second round, do some walking, see who's there do some interviews round two and like I said I just want to get a minute or two of people's story who they are where they came from what they're doing there etc and probably just do a full episode with them in the future so it's gonna be a good networking event for me so let's go into the show now and I've got no idea who we're gonna talk to first so Bailey we're just gonna introduce yourself who are you where'd you come from and how your booth is doing today uh, Bailey Stone, owner of Stonefly Outdoors. We're from uh, Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Booth's doing well, man. It's it's great. This is my first expo, so uh, it's great seeing all the vendors, getting to know everybody. You know, it's fly fishing is kind of a niche community, but this is a great networking thing and getting to know everybody. And so it's it's been good to talk and you know customers walking by and just come by and talk to you so very cool and did you change your name just so you could have stonefly outdoors no no it just worked out it just worked out so we were we were tossing around names a couple years ago and my my friend was like dude just stone stonefly you fly fish you're stone you're stonefly i was like perfect that works for me we'll go with that how far was your drive to get here seven hours wow yeah seven hours with traffic I think it was like seven and a half, yeah. And it took us a while. Where exactly is this valley? Uh, Maggie, Maggie Valley? Yeah, Maggie Valley. I'm a, so I'm with them right now. I'm a full-time guide over there. I got through Stonefly Outdoors as well. But we're located about 40 minutes west of Asheville, North Carolina. Wow, that's pretty far out there. Yeah, yeah. So we're, basically you cross over the mountain, you're at uh, Cherokee National Forest in Cherokee, North Carolina, and across the other mountain, you're on like the upper and lower Nantahala, and the Tuckasegee's right there. It's just it's phenomenal water for that awesome and where are you tying up at your booth today so i'm doing a bunch of just random mixes there's a few flies that 
I kind of come up with, I call it double trouble stonefly. This is the bonzo slump buster I do, some betas. It's, you know, just really just tying and, and, and talking to people and just, I don't want to say killing time because it's, that's not it, but it's, this is awesome. I just, I get to tie and I get to talk to people. So. You get a row view of the casting yeah. water as well. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, it'll be awesome when they do the, they're going to be doing the big casting here, I guess, in a couple hours is what they said, so. Yeah, it's a good time, man. Excellent. Well, we'll catch up with you maybe later in the show, and I'm going to grab your card. And Perfect. I think we need a whole episode about where you're from and what you do. I'm down with it, man. I'm down with it. So. <laughs> where can we find you online? Uh, Instagram, Stonefly Outdoors. Building the website right now. Facebook and Instagram, Stonefly Outdoors on both of them. Awesome. So. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. We're stopping by Mike Heck's booth real quick before he does a talk. How's the show going? The show's going really good, Rob. I've really enjoyed it and having a good time again. Yeah. This is your first one down here, correct? This will be my second year. I'll be presenting here within 45 minutes, talking about how to fish Spring Creek's the easy way, and we'll see how it goes from there. And if anybody needs info on that, just listen to Mike's podcast from last summer. And you've had some people who've listened to that episode stop by? Absolutely. I had one guy come in earlier today, said he heard me on the podcast. He's going to come back and book a trip later today. That's awesome. Where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at uh, www.fallensprings.com. Very cool. Well, have a good show. We'll stop by when you're not rushing to go give a talk. Sounds good, man. I look forward to, look forward to it, and I'll look forward to talking to you later. Right on, dude. Thanks. All right. We are at Eagle Nest Fly Shack and Lodge, and we're with Steven. Where are you from exactly? I'm from Santa Fe, New Mexico originally, so just a couple hours south of Eagle Nest. Born and raised in New Mexico, uh, became obsessed with fly fishing as a teenager and, you know, got the chance to, to make the move up to Eagle Nest and we're lucky to be just surrounded by so many great varying opportunities. You can go, you know, cast for cutthroat trout on a small creek one day, go to the lake the next day and try to catch a big 40-inch northern pike. So, Yeah, those uh, pictures behind you are quite the large pike. Oh, yeah, there's there's massive pike in the lake. There's really big rainbow trout in the lake, too, and then we're just surrounded by, you know, so many great brown trout, cutthroat trout streams and creeks. The wildlife up where we're at is amazing. You know, this time of year, there's ice fishing on the lake, so pretty, pretty lucky to, you know, be surrounded by great fishing opportunities, just the views up there, the wildlife, everything's pretty incre incredible up in northern New Mexico. Uh, most people around here in Virginia probably don't know how good the fishing is there, so thus we have you here to show us all. It's funny, you know, a lot of people that come by our booth, New Mexico really, you know, a lot of people tend to think of New Mexico as a desert or just generally not know the, the fishing opportunities, but yeah, we've got some, some great hidden gems around us, and then, you know, our main attraction, the lake, is, is very popular and provides awesome fishing opportunities as well. So. Is there a tailwater that comes out of the lake? Yeah, the Cimarron River, that's our, the, the river that we guide on the most is about a 10 minute drive from our shop and it just comes out of the lake. It's it's a small tailwater, but plenty of great fishing opportunities. In the summer we get great stonefly hatches, caddis hatches, you know, mayflies all pretty much all season too. So awesome dry fly fishing opportunities on that little tailwater. Who knew? Right? Yeah, I really had no idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Any other booths you're looking forward to seeing if you get a chance to walk around today? Yeah, it's always nice to just, you know, meet other fly shops, you know, see. We, last year we talked to some Canadian shops about their pike fishing and, you know, how they approach it and everything. So, yeah, great to kind of just get a mix of things, you know, talk to the, the musky fishermen. We're going to do some musky fishing ourselves here in a couple days. So, Up here in Virginia? Yep. Which, yep. Uh, you're going to float one of the rivers? Uh, yeah, we're going to do the James. We did that last year. Looking forward to doing it again. So The water's a little high right now. Is yeah. that be okay? I, yeah, I think, you know, we'll, we'll just do our best to make it work. Can't control those flows, right? So, yeah. yeah. 
Anything on the East Coast that's just completely different to you from back home? No green chili sauce? Yeah, no green chili, but the benefit in, in terms of food is, is the seafood. I'm a big seafood fan. We don't obviously get fresh seafood back in New Mexico. So, you know, come out here, take advantage of the crab cakes and all that good stuff out yeah. here. So, definitely. Very cool. yeah. Where can we find you all online? Uh, you can find us at eaglenestflyshack.com. Very cool. All right. All Thank right. you so much, Stephen. Thank you. Julie, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Julie Matson. I'm out of Oklahoma. I run um, On the Rivers Fly Fishing and Guide Service. Most people don't think of Oklahoma as a fishing destination, so what are the options like there? So it's a little nestled piece in the southeast corner. Within about 30 minutes, you're in Texas or Arkansas. It's a lower mountain fork river. We're a year-round trout fishery. So we get cold enough water that comes off of Broken Bow Lake. It's uh, tailwater, and so we have brown trout and rainbows. It's pretty fantastic, and since not many people know about it, it's got to be pretty good. It, it is good. Um, the area is really, we have a lot of cabins, and it's becoming a destination, one of the top destinations in the lower 48. So, yeah. Right on. Anything special a client would need to bring if they're coming from Virginia? Well, they can always bring their rod and their own gear, but I provide everything, too. So, you know, I have everything from waders to boots and get you out there fishing. I used to provide all that gear for my clients. I'm like, I don't have room for this anymore. <laughs> Y'all got to bring your own. Yeah, no, I understand that part, but no, we have everything on site for them. Any creepy crawlies people need to be aware of out there? Oh, yeah, we always have our water moccasins oh, no. and, and a few snakes and, and great spiders that crawl around. So, yeah, that's mostly during the summer. During the fall and winter and spring, you don't see as much of that activity. Right on. What's the uh, ideal fly for out there? Well, you know, it's a tailwater, so of course you're real small bugs. A lot of your, we do a lot of mayfly. You have your caddis hatches, crystal midges, real tiny 22s, 24s. And then we have some really good streamer fishing, too, in the fall. So there you're able to use your bigger streamers and stuff. Right on. What's a destination for you when you leave Oklahoma? I spend the summers now in Alaska guiding out of uh, southeast Alaska in Ketchikan, Alaska. I am hooked up with the Hookup Fly Shop there locally. Uh, I was an outfitter guide there for 13 years, so spending some time in, the, in my summers there and get out of the heat of Oklahoma. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, and you're not just at your booth, you're with the United States Women's Fly Fishing Team. Yes. So about three years ago, they formed the United States uh, U.S. Women's Fly Fishing Team. And um, it started with clinics, getting women involved. And from there, that qualified you to be able to go to nationals. Once nationals was formed, there was 10 women that were picked from that. Um, so we have a team of 10 that are on nationals. Five out of that are competitors at a world's level with one reserve. So, so far we've been to Norway, was the first ever women's competition. We took fourth place there, missing the bronze medal by one fish. Wow. And then this year it was based out of Canada and we actually secured the bronze medal and it was the first time that the Masters men's and the women's U.S. team was on the podium together. Fantastic. Very cool. Well, we're definitely going to follow up and get your story in the whole story about the fishing team together. Where can we find you online and the women's fly fishing team? Okay, so the women's fly fishing team, we do have a um, Facebook page, Instagram, and then we also have, um, through U.S. Angling, a website there. So those are the places that you can find us by just Googling U.S. Women's Fly Fishing Team. All those uh, will come up. And then mine is ontherivers.com. Okay. 
Thanks for your time. And are you hoping to get some talented women to sign up to compete? We are. We, we've got a sign-up sheet here at the show, and also I'll be at the Texas show, and we'll have a sign-up sheet there. And we're hoping to hold a clinic and get more women involved. Um, going into nationals, there'll be a nationals this year, probably in the fall. And then that will form the new team that will compete actually in the U.S. in 25. I'm jealous of all your traveling. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun, but it is self-funded. Um, we're currently looking for sponsors. We have several raffles going on. We have a trip going to Alaska. Some waiters at Miss Mayfly is one of our sponsors. Bowling Mills, one of our sponsors, and the um, Beaver's Bend Fly Shop out of Oklahoma is one of our sponsors. So it's great. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, enjoy the show. And any people you're looking forward to meeting or speakers if you get out of your booth? Oh, I look forward to meeting everybody at this show. There's a lot, a lot of good vendors here. So I look forward to meeting everybody. And I'll be doing a couple classes and get to meet a lot of the fellow anglers. You've got a, a booze booth behind you. Have you stuck your hand through yet? Well, no, but I need to because there's bourbon back there, huh? Oh, well. Yeah, there's a guy smoking bourbon. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. A lot of fun things right. going on we'll at this show. have fun show. All right. Thanks. Thanks. All right, we are with George. You want to introduce yourself and where are you from? Uh, my name is George. You're I Sable. I'm from New Jersey, Tom's River area. And that's what else do you need? So, what brings you down to the show today? So, I tie everything from saltwater flies to tra uh, trout flies, uh, even uh, intr uh, intruder flies for steelhead and things like that. Um, I'm a big uh, streamer guy, so if you can get a tug on a streamer, uh, that's what I like to do. And uh, I'm a big uh, veteran, so I like the whole Project Healing Waters area that they have here. And uh, that's the biggest draw that brought me down here for that. Fantastic. What's uh, your hook brand of preference for these? Airx by far. Okay. I think they're the most solid, most stickiest hooks there are on earth. You got them on your, um, your VitaVue holder there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm actually on their pro stand. Excellent. All right. And what vices are you tying on? Uh, HMH vices. Uh, they're all made in the U.S., all in the state of Maine, made by one man and put together by one man. Wow. All and machined by hand. That's the tube fly attachment? That's the tube fly attachment. This is your little rocker. Uh, these are the TRVs, the true rotary vices, and then we have the standard vices down here. Fantastic. Where can listeners find you, buy your flies? Hooked on the Fly. Hookedonthefly.com. You could go on there or my Instagram, Hooked on the Fly too. Okay. And are you, you said you're giving a speech today. What's it going to be about? Uh, I'm going to be tying the comet. Uh, it is a peanut bunker imitation. Okay. Very cool. Well, have fun and hopefully you get a full crowd. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Katie, where are you from and what brought you to the show this weekend? Hey, we are from Kingsport, Tennessee, which is just probably, I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes from Virginia, right on the border. Yes. So we're happy to be here and we're all about education. We don't really sell anything, but we have a show on YouTube called Whip Finish Wednesday every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on our channel, DeMuth Fly Fishing. And um, we love to have people jump on. We do it live and tie with us and just have fun. I'm guessing you guys all fish for trout where you're from and possibly Spring Creek? Yes, we we're, typically we're fishing for trout or smallmouth bass out of the South Holston River, but um, we go up into the Smokies and we love going up in the mountains and fishing for native brook trout and some wild rainbow trout high up in the mountains. 
I'm also going to guess that you are kind of a feather geek and you choose your feathers wisely based on your collection here. Well, based on the fact there is probably eight different types of feathers on my desk to, fly, to tie one fly right now, you'll be absolutely correct. We are feather dorks. We, we love um, the different colors, different shades, the different breeds and styles, but really the applications and the characteristics of the feathers that make them more appropriate to use for different species of fish. As I told you when I walked up, I've never seen a dyed partridge. Tell me about this golden dyed partridge you have. This uh, Hungarian partridge is one that John Apgar has dyed for us, and that was one that we wanted for the South Holston River and the Watauga River specifically because we get a really nice sulfur hatch there, and it is really hard to get that shade of it's not yellow, it's not orange, it is sulfur, or out west to be more of a PMD uh, hatch. And uh, I talked to John about it at the Edison show last year, and he dyed us up one special for our sulfur hatch. It's the only picture I've taken so far of the show is that bird. <laughs> I might have to come back and bid on it. Well, it is rare to find one that has the beak and everything all intact. Are there feet on it, too? I think he might have taken the feet on it. I don't know. Wow. Very cool. Where can we find you again online and for your Wednesday night show? So we're on YouTube at DeMuth Fly Fishing and Fly Tying, or you can look us up on Instagram. It's at DeMuth underscore Fly Tying. At DeMuth underscore Fly Fishing. Fantastic. Well, have a great show, and I'll check in with you, and I want to find out more about what y'all do. Absolutely. We look forward to that. stories. I like crazy stories. All right. Have a good show. Thank you. It's been a couple years since we've been at the show, but we have Tim O'Neill. What's new with Norvice in the booth this year? Oh, let's see. We've got uh, we we did we've done some things with color since you've been here last. We've got the colored vices, colored bobbins, colored fine point linkage. Um, let's see. The toolbars are fairly new since we've done the last podcast. What else? The shank jaws are new. So yeah, we've we've had some some definitely some some new products since you've been here last. How's the shad fishing up your way? It's it's okay. I didn't get out a lot last year. Um, there was no rain. It sucked. You didn't miss it. Now the year before was a much better run. Last year was it was kind of it was kind of slim pickings, but it's it's all cyclical. If there's no shad, we'll go catch smallmouth or you know whatever. So it's 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 all good. How many shows are you going to do this season? Company is doing, I believe, 22. I think we're of the 22. I think we're doing, myself personally, I'm doing 14 of those. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, no handshaking for you. I'm going to uh, keep you healthy. No handshaking. Well, I'm already starting to get sick. We, we were in uh, Boston last weekend, and I'm already starting to get it. So. Oh, I'm going to step away from you. Where can we find you and all your products? Uh, Norvice.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, yeah, so just search Norvice and we'll pop up. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Tim. All right, thank you. All right, so five years ago, you were still like a little kid eating air fried chicken nuggets. Yes. What's going on since then? Uh, lots changed. I'm guiding now and, you know, just traveling around. Not doing as many shows as I was, you know, even two years ago, but uh, guiding here in Virginia, North Carolina, and then uh, this summer actually doing Alaska. Damn, man, so, it's wild. Yeah. Is your family here? Or you can drive now and. They're showing up a little bit later on. My brother's here, and you know, they're all cycling. Hey, how you doing, man? They're all cycling through uh, throughout the day. So, now, When you got your license, did that change all the fishing for you? Oh, man, dude, everything changed. I was able to you know, travel across the state, you know, do 
but not everything I wanted to. You know, I had some borders for you know the first year or two. But. What does your fishing car look like on the inside? Oh, dude, it's a mess. I got flies everywhere. I got probably twenty hats in the in the truck. Two pairs of boots. Three pairs of flip flops. Like it's just everything scattered mess. What are you gonna be tying up this weekend? Uh, game changer patterns, like hybrid changers, uh, boat tail changers, musky musky stuff primarily, and then uh, tomorrow, so Sunday, probably be doing a little bit of pre-spawn smallmouth stuff. Fantastic. Are you pleased with the precipitation we're getting over the winter? Like, I I wish we I wish we had it more spread out throughout the winter instead of just getting pounded. Hammered, and hammered. Yeah. Right. I mean, we had a uh, we did a group trip with the fly shop from Ohio last week, so Monday through Friday. And I mean, on the New River, raging did not help one bit. Made everything exponentially harder. Um, but yeah, you know, low clear water was you know make makes musky fishing a little bit diff- more difficult. But it's fun to get them in that you know those what, scenarios. What was the biggest fish you caught last year? Last year, probably freshwater fish. Last year was a sixty-three inch Atlantic sturgeon. Bigger? That's bigger than me. It's pretty pretty big. Watch out, you got Mike Heck behind you. <laughs> and, uh, but saltwater, I think, uh, I don't even know. Probably like a 50-pound bull redfish. That's absolutely. All the fish I caught last year wouldn't fit inside that fish. <laughs> I hear you, man, yeah. Where can we find you online? Miller Time Flies in the fly shop? Uh, yes, so Instagram, Miller Time Flies. My social media, other social media would be Braden Miller for Facebook, and then uh, my website, multitimeflies.com, and then, you know, working with Virginia Traffic Guides here in Virginia and elsewhere. Fantastic. We got paparazzi right now. Are you okay oh, do we now? Hey. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, cool. I Very love it. cool. And then tell me about the uh, trophy guides. How many work there, and what do y'all So, for? in Virginia, it's uh, myself, Josh Lafferty, and Austin Conrad. Brendan, he comes down and helps us supplementary through the winter. Uh, he's originally from Pennsylvania, but guides smallmouth and muskie in his own waters. You know, excellent fly tire. You know, ties amazing game changer patterns and else. What else? Josh Lafferty, you know, travels from Virginia to Alaska, Alaska for the summer, and he's here through. I need to get his card. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. And then uh, Austin, he, uh, he was doing Alaska with uh, Josh as well, but now he's uh, sticking around through the summer for our uh, summer smallmouth program throughout the winter and what else not. Very cool, man. What's your favorite rod you're fishing these days? Uh, for musky, it's a TFO BC Big Fly, the 12 weight. And for anything else, I would either say a you know saltwater XM 2X 9 weight for false albacore and smallmouth. I'd say a 7 weight LK Legacy. Man, that's awesome. All right, dude, we'll have a good show and we'll catch up with you later. I appreciate it, man. Good right seeing on. you again. Cheers. We're in Booze Alley here with Megan. She's an artist, not a booze producer. Where'd you come from to attend this show? Uh, so I'm originally from Lynchburg, Virginia, and currently living in Gordonsville, just outside of Charlottesville. Okay. Yeah. My girlfriend's got friends in Gordonsville. Oh, nice. We could be neighbors, maybe. There's a lot of deer driving through there one night. <laughs> there I couldn't are. believe it. Yeah. So you're an artist. Tell us about your work and your medium. Um, so I have been doing art um, for a very long time, um, but only the fishing flies for about two years. That's sort of a, a newer uh, part for me. I started doing them for Father's Day a couple years ago, and they did really well, and I fell in love with it. Um, I do not fish. I know nothing about fishing, <laughs> but really have loved um, this whole world of the fishing flies. My style, I try to do all of my flies and the fish in one single line. 
Um, for the medium, it is gouache, which is like a mix of watercolor and acrylic pen outline on them. And then canvas with acrylic is also what I do, landscapes and... Yeah. Is there a particular fly you like to paint more than others? Um, you know, it, it's embarrassing to admit I don't really know their names. Um, <laughs> I love the ones that have more um, texture to them. Uh, looking at the one in the corner here, do you know what that one is? It's, no? uh, it's, I don't know what that one is. That one looks like a straw boss. Okay. I don't know that one. But he just sort of has like a, a fun... Um, ruffle to him and then he's got some pattern within the feathers and uh, Do people send you their flies to get custom artwork or if you just need ideas to paint yes I've had a few where people will send me a specific um, lure that they like as well as fish so I'll get a picture of you know a, a fish that they've caught and they want something to remember a trip or you know so you do get commissions that way what about tattoos? Do you have a gun under the table? Actually, um, I have given a tattoo to someone, a little stick and poke <laughs> one time. I have designed a few tattoos, but nothing fish related. Okay. Yeah. And is your husband an angler or is he an artist or he's just the muscle today? He, he is not an artist. He's an engineer, um, but he does fish. Uh, so okay. he's an angler. Fantastic. Where can we find your artwork online? Uh, so I have a website, megdaviesdesign.com, um, as well as on Instagram, megdaviesdesign with underscores in between the words. Fantastic. Yep. Have you been walking around getting inspiration with some yeah, of the flies? Actually, yeah, I actually just came back from the, the row of fly tying, um, and that was really neat. I'd love to spend some time and see what they're doing. It's fun. That's yeah. where I used to be hanging out. It's cool, yeah. yeah it's fun to, to watch. All right, well, thanks so much yeah, for your time, and yeah, have a great you. weekend. Yeah, you too. Yeah. All right, Tom Rosenbauer, how's your show going? Good, Rob. Good. I always uh, I always enjoy coming here to Richmond. It's a fun show, family-oriented, uh, a lot more women than most shows, and um, it's a good time. Yeah. How many years have you been coming down now? I don't know, three or four maybe. Three or four, yeah. I Crowds. didn't come in the early years. You missed all the outdoor ones. Those were... Yeah, we got six inches of rain at one. Yeah, in a tent. It yeah, was not pleasant. I miss those. And you keep coming down in the wrong season. There's no fishing going on, and everything's flooded. Well, you could probably find some fishing, right? Better than Vermont. Yeah, you got to come down to Dan and do some shad fishing in the spring. Yeah, I'd Bring like the to whole do crew that. Down. Yeah, that would be fun. All right. And any other shows for you? I heard Orvis won't be at Edison. Uh, I'm going to go to Edison just for the day um, with Sean Combs. You know, we're going to go to look around, but Orvis yeah isn't doing any of the shows this year. Okay. Well, we'll be listening to you on the podcast. I'm sure everyone knows where to find you, so I don't need to ask you. <laughs> yeah, they can find me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for checking in. And uh, all right, Rob. Thank you. All right. We're at the Current Culture booth. We've got Reed with us. Tell us about your shop. Hey, so I'm Reed. We opened our shop in Richmond here two years ago. Um, what's 2024? So we opened in January of 2022. This is our third year at the show. Do a little bit of guiding on the James for shad and striper, and then some saltwater species and warm water species in the summer. Of the course, it's a beagle going behind us. No, seriously. My luck, right? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, new fly shop. How's it working? Man, it's great. I mean, like I said, they haven't kicked us out yet, haven't turned off the lights on us. So I'd say it's been great, man. Just yeah. waiting for the water to go down now? Just waiting for the water to go down. Yeah, it's been crazy in awesome. Richmond. Yeah. Do you guys tie your own shad flies? We do. Nice. We do tie our own shad flies. Right on. Yep. I guess I can't sell you any of that. <laughs> All right. We'll still buy some from you. Sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah, you need the damsels. I do. Damsels I'm a big work. fan of the damsels, man. Right on. Yeah. 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 So what's the closest water to the shop? James. Yeah, we're... 
five minutes from the James. You can walk to the James from our shop. Did you hear about that famous deer that got shot down there? I did, man. It was awful. Did you ever see that terrible. deer? I did, multiple times. Wow. Yeah. That was a heartbreaking story for us. In which yeah, what a goon. What a goon. Seriously. Right What's on. that guy's deal? Yeah. I don't know. All right, where can listeners find you guys if they want to walk in the shop and get some stuff on the way to the river? Yeah, we're at 1207 West River Hills Boulevard on the south side of Richmond. Um, so if you know where Carytown is, we're just across the bridge from Carytown. Okay. Where's the best sandwich down there after fishing? Oh, man, best sandwich. I have to say O'Toole's Pub. That's closest to our shop. We love O'Toole's. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, well, I'll be in touch, and we'll do like a full hour on you guys, get awesome. the whole story. Sounds great. Right on. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So there's a funny thing that happens when you're walking around a fly fishing show doing what I'm doing. I've got a microphone and I'm used to just walking up to people and asking them questions, but people are not used to having a microphone in front of them and being asked questions. Some people totally freak out and can't talk with a microphone in front of them. There's no difference between me holding a microphone and asking somebody questions than somebody just walking up to your booth and asking you questions about what you do, where you came from, etc. So I'm a little shocked that some people just flat out blatantly did not want to come on the show, even though they would talk to people next to me while I'm at the booth answering the same questions. So unfortunately, those people don't get to share who they are and what they do to a wide audience. And I just left them out of the podcast because they didn't want to be a part of it. The other thing is you're walking around and people are at their booths and there's six people deep in line to talk to somebody that you want to talk to and you come back and there's more people and you never find the right opportunity to get a chance to talk to them. And then when you do come back, their booth is empty. They've gone somewhere else. Or you bump into somebody in one of the aisles and say, hey, I'm going to come talk to you in a minute. And you get pulled away into another conversation. You stop five times on the way to that person's booth because you're interrupted by other people and you just can't get them on. So this is the trials and tribulations of trying to do a live podcast with people that aren't familiar with podcasting and who are super busy at the same time. So it's a little chaotic, a little hectic, but let's get back to the interviews and meet some new people. All right, we've got Zach with us and you're from Trout Routes or Trout Roots? Trout Routes. Some people mispronounce it. I, I might do it. I know. It, so it rhymes, trout and route. So uh, it's trout routes. Zach Pope. I'm from Minnesota. Uh, we make trout stream maps for every trout stream in the country. So we help people find tr- uh, public access for trout streams. How did you figure out all the trout streams to be able to map them? Did you get to go out and fish all of them? Everyone asks that? No. In fact, the more that I work on this project, the less I fish. Oh, no. I know. It sucks. So no, we do a ton of research. We bring in like thousands of different data sets from different public, uh, mostly public government resources. So every state's a little bit different, but we, we use a lot of different research tools. And do people download it? Is it a purchasable thing? How does it work? So it's an app and it's an annual membership, 60 bucks a year. Uh, here at the show at Virginia, it's 20 bucks off. So get the whole country, every trout stream in the entire country for 60 bucks, 40 bucks. Now we usually like to talk about the best sandwich after fishing. Can you put in like restaurants if people suggest the best burger near a trout stream? Well, I'm from Minnesota, so I actually don't know this area very well. You just uh, have Juicy Lucy's up there, right? We do. Actually, I will say there's a um, super cool restaurant on the Upper Madison in Montana. And what is it called? It's like the Wolf Lodge or something. Okay. Super good. And that's where to go. That's where you go. All right. And you're just down here for the weekend? Yep. Okay. We come to every fly fishing show in the country. So last weekend we were at uh, two different shows in the same weekend. So we were at Idaho and Boston. Which one did you do? I did neither. 
Yeah. So I'm doing this one. Okay. And then we're all doing Denver next weekend. Fun. Yeah. And then you're probably getting some cold weather back home. Are you missing it right now? It's negative five at home right now. Wow. So here and it snows good. where you are. Yes. Yeah, we don't get snow here. Uh, I heard you're going to get it soon. Hopefully. There was one year, six years ago, it started snowing during the show, and everyone just bailed, and yeah. then all the vendors were like, screw it, we're leaving. That's like Boston last weekend, it, Big Blizzard came in. Very cool. Where can we find you online? Uh, TrailRoutes.com. All right. Anything else you're going to do while you're in town, or just the show? There's not much to do where we are. Yeah, it's pretty uh, It's pretty bleak, so no, it's just the show. Okay. Well, have a great show, and we'll catch up with you in the future. Yeah, thanks so much. Okay. So, I'm Bill Rubin. I'm a uh, fly casting instructor with Antietam Fly Anglers and the Fly Fishers International Chesapeake Council. So you're up near Antietam Creek across from Shepherdstown? Um, no, it's up by, I mean, me personally, I'm up by, you know, where Williamsport is? That was going to be one of the original sites for the U.S. Capitol. I'm impressed. Booyah. So, yes, so that's where I'm personally from, okay. but the whole group, the Fly Fishers International, Chesapeake Council, is the Mid-Atlantic States. Okay. So, FFI the, um, has a three, what I call pillars, conservation, education, and community. So we practice that in the council, which is a regional part of FFI. And headquarters is in Livingston, Montana. We should all do a road trip there. Uh, or just go out to the big gathering. Absolutely right. There's just a little fishing out there. So anyway, so um, that's the purpose of FFI. We're trying to, um, you know, all fish, all waters is the other thing, man. There are other organizations that have specific focus. That's our focus. All fish, all waters. We got probably half a dozen fly casting instructors that are here today at um, from basically 10.30 to 11.30. We did free fly casting instruction, and we're going to also do fly casting instruction tomorrow. Excellent. Uh, about 10.30. Okay. Where can we find FFI online if people want to join? Um, flyfishersinternational.org. That's an easy one to remember. Yes. And is Scott giving you any troubles today? Um, Scott has given me a lot of trouble. He can't today. smoke his pipe in here. Yeah, well, uh, but he's. But the good thing is, when he's giving you trouble, he's smiling. First client ever to hook a turtle. First client. No, I've, I've hooked it. I've hooked oh. a. I've hooked a turtle, a very large turtle, actually. Yeah. I don't want that. All right. Well, thanks for the information. Let's move over to Falmouth Flats Fly Fishers, and then the podcast might be over for the weekend. Yeah. That might be it. All right. You want to tell us? You want to do a little interview? Tell us about FFF. Great organization. Great organization. You want to talk about FFF? All right. Absolutely. FFF and the Falmouth Flats. Yeah. Tell us about Absolutely. fishing in Fredericksburg down at the fall line. Absolutely. Fredericksburg Flats, the Falmouth Flats fly fishers. We are the keepers of the fall line of the Brappahannock River. It's a fun group to come out. We uh, are a charter member of our charter organization of the Fly Fishers International. So if you're a member of the Fly Fishers International, you can select us as one of your associate uh, groups. We do shad fishing every spring. It's getting ready, coming up in March. Uh, get the eight weights ready. Uh, <laughs> are you surprised to hook into snakeheads now? Oh, snakeheads are awesome. We plan a couple snakehead outings every year now uh, because they are quite the sport fish. 
even if they are a predatory fish, we got to do something and they're fun to catch. So we go out of Aquia Creek in Stafford. Uh, we do canoe trips out at least a couple of times a year. And we'll go hunting snakehead. It's a lot of fun to hook in a snakehead while you're on a kayak. Yeah, especially if you're shad fishing and they pick up your fly too. That's oh yeah, totally it makes it makes life crazy when that happens. Between that and uh, later in the season, hooking into a striper when they're chasing the shad up the river, you think you've got a nice little shad picks up your your fly, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks all loose. hell breaks loose, and you're in for the fight of your life. Right. So it can be fun when you're standing chest deep in that water out there. Where's your favorite place to get a sandwich or ice? cream after fishing in Fredericksburg? Two places. Uh, Amy's Cafe for the sandwich and a nice cold beer and then you can't go to Fredericksburg for ice cream without hitting Carl's Ice Cream. They're not going to be open today. Not until Valentine's. Not today. They're going to open here in just a few weeks but man they're awesome and line up you never know who you're going to be in the line with. Everybody from international superstars to the guy down the street. So if you need one setup for shad fishing in Fredericksburg, what weight and line would you use? You're going to use an A weight. You're going to use a sink tip line. And there's a couple of variants of various shad darts that are out there. So you want a good heavy lure because you're going to cast upstream, let it drop down into the channel, and then swing back up. And as soon as it starts to swing back up, set the hook. It's game on. It's fun down there. It's not. It's too far sometimes. I wish it was closer. Oh, come on. Spend the night. Have a good time. There's great places, great restaurants. It's a fun place to be. And after hours in Fredericksburg, could get right fun. Oh, yeah. And, hey, I have to shout out to Huntley, our Fredericksburg hometown hero. Just won The Voice. And uh, is going to be doing a concert coming up. Go to the website, and he'll be glad to uh, have you as a guest at his concert he's going to do. Fantastic. And where can we find you online, and where are the meetings? FalmouthFlatsFlyFishers.org. The meetings are every two, first Tuesday of the month at the Fredericksburg Baptist Church, downstairs in the social meeting hall. Six o'clock, we do tie flying. At seven o'clock, we start the meeting. We try to wrap up eight, eight thirty. Sometimes we go a little long, depending on who we have as a guest. We usually have a guest speaker or some kind of a guest presentation. We do a raffle as a fundraiser and such. Do you know Owen Connor? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of fun. Excellent. All right, so, thanks for taking cool. the time thanks out. Thanks a lot. Good to meet All you. Right, cheers. All right, Dennis, you want to explain who you are and which group you're with? Sure. I'm a volunteer with Real Recovery. It's a national, actually international group now. We put on fly fishing retreats for men with cancer, any form of cancer, any stage. Um, since 20, 2003, over 4,000 men have come through the program. There's nothing like it. We provide all meals, all instruction, all equipment. Um, all lodging expenses for three days. They fish for a full day on the middle day and a half day at the end. Interspersed throughout the fishing are courageous conversations where guys talk about the things that a lot of guys don't want to talk about uh, when it comes to living with cancer. It's very transformational. In Virginia, we've been doing it since 2013. This year, internationally, we have 28 states. Uh, we're also in New Zealand, Australia, and the UK. Any guy can go to any retreat. They just have to get there. Okay. Transportation is not covered. But we uh, I'm in charge of the fishing buddies. Every guy gets a fishing buddy in the stream, keep from getting dunked, take pictures, land fish, provide instructions if they need to, untangle flies out of trees, that sort of thing. Um, but there's nothing like it. It's transformational. Um, I was diagnosed in 2018, went to my first retreat in 2019, and on the second day signed up as a volunteer, and I've been volunteering ever since. How are you um, feeling now? 
I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. I'm good. still actively fighting it, but okay. um, you know, it's it's really amazing to see these guys. And one of the main reasons I do it, I do it for two reasons. It's therapeutic for me. Any psychiatrist, psychologist will tell you that one of the strategies for dealing with cancer is to get involved and volunteer. To see these guys come in on day one with the weight of the world on their shoulders, and then at the end in the in the circle of strength, to hear them talk about, you know how hopeful they feel. They've learned some strategies with, um, with living, um, with cancer, um, not letting it define them. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. One of my clients did the trip at Rose River Farm this yeah. past year, had an absolute blast. Yeah. I was super happy and proud yeah, of I was there. Yeah, great. Yeah. We, um, we host 14 guys in May, 14 guys in October, and that's for veterans only. Okay. And um, it's, just, it's just amazing. A lot of guys, will say on the first Courageous Conversations that, well, my wife signed me up and made me come. And then at the end of the trip, they'll say, first thing I'm going to do is thank my wife for sending me. It changes people. Yeah, it well, really I'm going to sign up. See if I can help you out in the May. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, and we're going to work on a full episode with y'all. Um, the website is www.realrecovery.org. Sign up on the website. There's some forms that have to be filled out. Your doctor has to sign off on it. There's some basic mobility issues because obviously you're on a fishing stream. Mm -hmm. In Virginia, we fish the Rose River Farm. There are some Adaptable. platforms. Right, there's some accessible points. But for the most part, you, know, you got to be able to walk about 10, 15 feet. Um, but we've got a fishing buddy that goes to everybody to keep them safe. And um, they're tired at the end of the, the first day. I can imagine. Um, but, I'm uh, tired fishing normally and I'm yeah. mostly healthy. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, you know, they walk around and uh, wading in streams, walking on slick boulders, uneven ground, and you know a lot of them have knotted up backs. You know, come Wednesday morning, but all smiles. That's what cyclobenzaprine is for. <laughs> I, I did a trip on the Salmon River, and all the old guys were like going back to the cabin and taking muscle relaxers. <laughs> Everyone's back hurt. Yeah. Are there a particular color combination for your logo that maybe someone wants to tie a fly to match your colors? Um, yeah, actually. A lot of the guys have a lot of success with the Rose River Special, which is somewhat like a, an olive um, woolly bugger. Okay. And where are you based out of? Um, we're in Richmond here. Okay. Nice and easy drive. You'll be in your own bed tonight? Yep. Right, right on. Okay. Right. Well, thanks for your time, and we'll definitely get your whole story up on the uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, get internet. the word out, brother. Cool. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Hi, I'm Bo Beasley. I'm here at the 23rd Annual Virginia Fly Fishing Festival, January 13th and 14th, 2024, in uh, Caroline County, Virginia. And we're having a great day. The weather cooperated, and we've got about uh, 85 vendors here and fly tires and lodges and guides. We're completely sold out, and uh, we're just we're having a great time. We have attendees now that are coming from as far away. Believe it or not, I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see the tickets myself, but we have people coming from a far, as far away as Atlanta, Scarborough, Maine, Chicago, Illinois, and, and these are not vendors. These are attendees that are flying in to come be a part of our event. So we're really excited about it. We're very passionate about fly fishing, and we have all kinds of great vendors here. Mossy Creek Fly Shop, Precision Flying Tackle, Maggie Valley Fly Shop out of North Carolina. We have fantastic nonprofit groups like Native Fish Coalition, the United States Women's Fly Fishing Team, Mayfly Project, Project Healing Waters, Casting for Recovery, Chesapeake Outdoor Women. It, it's a very eclectic group. So 
I'm just saying we're, we're happy to be here and we're passionate about trying to share the joy of fly fishing and I'm, I'm happy to be here and uh, would invite you to come out and be part of the event whenever you get a chance. If not this year, then next year. Fantastic. Where can we find it online? You can go to our website, which is www.vaflyfishingfestival.org. www.vaflyfishingfestival.org. And on February 24th and 25th, we'll be in Mesquite, Texas, for the Texas Fly Fishing and Brew Festival. And Mesquite is just on the outside of Dallas. We have a great time. The concept is the same. It's 100% fly fishing. But in the great state of Texas, we focus on microbrewery beer. So it's a, it's a good time. The concept is the same. We just want to share our passion of fly fishing. And we ask those in the Lone Star State and surrounding regions to come see us. And that website is www.txflyfishingfestival.org. Thanks, Bo. Thank you, Rob. So that's a pretty awesome way to spend a Saturday in winter when the weather's not great and there's no fishing going on. I had a great time at the show. Hope you enjoyed all of the people I spoke to. It's a short podcast. We didn't get that many, but just enough for you to get a sampling of what the fly fishing show was like. I did not get to meet Kirk Dieter. He didn't make it. George Daniel wasn't there. I'd been hoping to talk to him, so I'm going to have to hit him up on social media and through his website. You heard that we got to talk to Tom Rosenbauer and just met a whole bunch of really cool people while we were down there. I did a little bit of shopping at the Precision Fly Shop. I picked up some yellow float foam that I use for my frogs and just a crazy colored yellow pack of strung marabou that I've never seen before. I don't have any intentions on what to do with it, but I will need it at some point. And one of the employees there looked really familiar, but not everybody wears name tags at these shows. And I think everybody should get a name tag when they walk in just to write, hello, my name is, and also maybe where you're from. The one guy that looked really familiar was Sun Tao. I know him from his fly tying videos and it looked like him. And he had been at the Marlboro show on his social media a couple days before, but I figure, I don't know where this dude lives. He was in Massachusetts a couple days ago. Why would he be hanging out at a fly shop that's based in like Pennsylvania and Maryland? And I, I just wasn't sure it was him. And then he, I saw him on social media and I said, hey man, was that you at the show? And he's like, yeah, I was there. So that was the booth he was at. And I could have introduced him and, and interviewed him, but I didn't get to do that. But I was able to pick up a couple fly tying items. I didn't really take a whole lot of pictures down there, just of that yellow soft tackle partridge skin. But it was a great time. We left the show early afternoon and went up to Fredericksburg. Traffic was light. We did a little drive around the downtown Fredericksburg area and around my college campus, Mary Washington College, now the University of Mary Washington. And we settled down on Caroline Street, which is the main drag. I don't know any good restaurants down there anymore, so I wasn't sure where we were going to eat. So we went shopping first, and we stopped at the Picker's Supply. It's a place I've been wanting to take my girlfriend since I met her. I've not been in there since the fall of 1995 because I don't play guitar. I went in there once, knew it was an awesome store, and we went back, and it hasn't changed at all. So she hung out for an hour or so and played guitars, got to tune some things, talk shop. I walked around a lot and just looked. And then I just ate a whole bunch of the Tootsie Roll Pops in the bowl up front because I'd been hungry. I hadn't eaten since that number one Egg McMuffin I had earlier in the morning. And that thing was phenomenal. It's almost worth driving back to Fredericksburg to eat that one. I, it was just better than any Egg McMuffin I've had. So we did the whole guitar thing, hung out, watching her. 
and her element was really cool. And then we just did some antique thrifting up and down the road, got a couple of records, some new, some used. And then it was time for dinner. All the shops were closing up except the restaurants. And we just couldn't find anything we liked, didn't have any recommendations. So we decided, where are we going to go for our favorite burger in Northern Virginia? And we ended up driving to the Clifton Pub on Main Street in Clifton, Virginia. That is down by Hemlock Overlook and Bull Run. And it's just the best burger in Northern Virginia that I have found. And Whitlow's is gone. They're in D.C. now. Don't even know if they still do burgers. But that was the place I was willing to drive from Fredericksburg. Traffic was awful. So we ended up doing all back roads off of 95 through places I've never heard of and never seen and will never go through again in my life. I've lived in Northern Virginia my entire life. And I had no idea where these places were. I've never seen more brand new food lions than down there. And that was it. So I've got for you the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed this. You're going to go check out some of the companies, organizations, and people I interviewed. Follow them on social media. Contact them if you need to ask questions about their services or products. And the plan is to have some really cool interviews coming up. I've started tying my cicadas because we're going to have Brood XIX and Brood XIII this summer. And I've also started tying garflies for those In the south, we're going to start getting some warm water soon. So have fun, enjoy, be safe. And if you go to any more fly fishing shows this this winter season, be sure to stop by some of these booths and, and talk to people. Say, hey, I heard you on Rob's podcast. Be sure to give me five stars and a review on iTunes. Tell your friends about the podcast, and I will see you next time. Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob, please go to www.robsnowwhite.com This podcast is brought to you by Freestone Productions at freestoneproductions.com.